friends, and happy Monday. I want to change your view on starting off your work week. If you are typically someone who dreads Mondays, you're not excited about going into the workplace, I want to help you change your view and mindset on Mondays. These Monday messages are intended for you to take immediate action or have thought prompts to where you're able to think of exactly what you would want or what you would do in a certain situation. Because the more preparation we have around different things that might come up in the workplace, you're going to be better prepared in those scenarios. I understand that not everyone is commuting into the office right now, and maybe you can't find time to listen to some of the longer episodes, and these shorter ones are going to be exactly what you need. So let's jump into today's Monday message. Are you having one-on-ones with your direct leader? If not, I would ask, why not? Right? If you've never had them, maybe it's a conversation worth bringing up with your leader and saying, hey, I was listening to a podcast and she was talking about having weekly or bi-weekly one-on-ones. And I would love to talk about how we could start doing that. It's important to have one-on-ones with your leaders. We could talk about importance of having one-on-ones with other team members as well. I am really big on not building a relationship solely with leadership upwards, but it's also building relationships with people next to you. And then if you think about it as people below you, uh, as far as new hires, people who have less tenure than you, Maybe if you promote into another role, you could see other people who are in lower level roles as an opportunity to mentor them, right? So these one-on-ones can go in all sorts of different ways. You could also think about it in the framework of connecting with people outside of your department, which I mean, in my head, it makes sense, but maybe listening to it, not so clear. However, we're going to focus today on -on one-on-ones with your direct leader. Because if you aren't having them, that's one thing. If you are having them and they aren't helpful, that's something completely separate. So we'll first quickly talk about if you're not having the one-on-one, you can use the phrasing like I mentioned before of saying, hey, I'd love to be connected with you more often and get your feedback, especially if you're in these virtual worlds where you don't get a whole lot of face time in with your leaders. Maybe you're in some different Zoom meetings, which is helpful if you're having your camera on. I'm always a huge proponent of having your camera on so you are building that connection with people, even though you might not know it, because your camera is on and they can see your face and your and your responses to things that people are saying. They can see you leaning in. They can see you nodding your head and all those nonverbal cues that we miss when we have our cameras off. So if you aren't having one-on-ones with your leader and you're not getting a lot of that FaceTime in, maybe you're talking over Slack or some sort of messaging system or even emails, it's easy to feel disconnected, disengaged, lack of clarity, lack of goals if we aren't having that communication piece. Think about it within any relationship that you have with a partner, with a friend, with a sibling. If you are never seeing them face to face 
or not having some sort of maybe FaceTime contact or anything like that, what do you think that would do to your relationship with them? Would it make you question things? If it was only in text, would you read some things out of context? I know for me, regardless of the relationship, I think, oh my gosh, are they mad at me? They didn't include a smiley face in their text response, right? I've definitely gone there. It's helpful to have communication face-to-face, even if it is over a screen. I work virtual, and it's extremely helpful to build those connections over video. Now, if you are having one-on-ones with your leader, and you feel like, it feels kind of like I'm a a checkbox, right? Where they meet with you, and they are checking a box that it has been done on their to-do list. That can also feel really crummy because you're not at the level of not meeting at all, but you're at the level of meeting, but not really getting anything out of it. So that feels almost worse than not meeting at all. Or if you have a leader who frequently moves your one-on-ones and says, hey, we've got to postpone. I have another meeting. Hey, we've got to postpone. Whatever the reason is, that is another thing that can feel like you're not a priority to this leader and that you're always something that can get rescheduled. In those cases where you're thinking, okay, it's not really beneficial right now, and then you're also thinking, wow, I get rescheduled a lot, have that conversation with your leader and say, hey, this is the third time you've rescheduled on me. It seems like this might not be a great time to meet weekly or biweekly, can we look at other times on our calendar that might be a better time to meet and hold your leaders accountable? If you're meeting, but you feel like the substance of that isn't that great, keep in mind a lot of leaders are learning and imitating what they have experienced themselves, whether that be great leadership or subpar leadership. So you might be thinking, to ask something like, hey, what does your one-on-one look like with your boss? Do you go over the same topics? I would love to know how we could get more of an impact from our meetings because I know that each of our time is very valuable. So you could also come up with things that would be beneficial for your one-on-one as well. Taking notes in advance, there's all sorts of different apps that you can use that are free. You could even have a simple Google Doc where you both have an option to add upcoming topics or agenda items so that when you do meet, let's say it is bi-weekly, so certainly some time goes by in between each meeting, you're going to go and add on to that what you would like to have covered in that particular meeting, what questions you have. And if you're not quite sure, because... You might be in the phase of, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what questions to ask. I've only worked at this one company. I haven't had one-on-ones in other companies, so I don't know what to ask. Go to your network. Go to your LinkedIn and ask, hey, what do you talk about in your one-on-ones with your leader? How are those structured? You could ask leaders, how do you structure your one-on-ones with your team members? Getting advice from different people can help you decide what's going to be best for you. You might have something that your leader reviews as more of a company-expected agenda, but you could always say, hey, could we switch things up a little bit? I'd love to also have X, Y, or Z topic also included. To advocate for what you need, I know for me as a leader, I try to cater my one-on-ones 
based on my team members' individual needs and have them go in whatever flow that looks like for each of them. But I would also love if they came to me more often as well to say, hey, this is what I need. This is what I would like to see. If I'm not asking the right questions as their leader, that next part is having the team member advocate for what would be helpful for them as well. This is great practice to start advocating and voicing what you need in your role and how you can continue to be more successful as you grow in your career. Now, I know this can be a nerve-wracking topic to approach with your leader, so I would be happy to craft the messaging with you of what that looks like. Let's talk about what your one-on-ones look like, or if they are lacking completely, let's talk about it. Head over to the Slack channel linked in the show notes or to the Facebook community so we can further the conversation there. I'd love to help you in having the most effective one-on-ones.